You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Let's open our Bible to the book of Matthew, chapter 1, 18-25. Babasahin po natin ito sa Matthew 1, 18-25. We'll be talking about the story of Joseph. Two weeks ago, we talked about Zechariah. And then a week ago, we talked about uh, Mary, and today we're going to talk about Joseph. Uh, by the way, uh, Joseph, um, uh, ang sa kanya through dreams, and uh, the Lord uh, spoke uh, to him uh, through an angel, sa dream, and uh, it's different from Zechariah, Mary, and the shepherds because they were able to uh, see a vision. But for Joseph, it's more of a dream. Kumbaga, bakit kaya ganon? Kung makikita natin in the Old Testament, meron pong tinatawag na Joseph the Dreamer in the Old Testament. Ito naman dito naman, Joseph the Dreamer ng New Testament. So let's um, read from verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man, okay, ibig sabihin nito ay hindi siya basta-basta, okay, Walang natawa. Okay, so, and, talagang ano ha. Sabi ko nga sa kanina umaga, pag si Pastor Sani nagbasa nito, malamang natawa na kayo. Okay, pero pag ako, ano eh, hindi natatawa eh. Seryoso pa rin talaga eh. Feeling tuloy, parang lahat na sabi ko, totoo. Okay? So, so, being a just man, it says here, and, un, and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken or by the prophet, quoting from the Old Testament. It says here, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you once more because we know that uh, we will learn from the story of Joseph. And we pray that you will speak, Lord, to us. Speak to us individually. Speak to us corporately. Speak to us, Lord, so that we will uh, begin, Lord, in listening, Lord, to your still small voice. We ask, Lord, for your Holy Spirit to even... Help us, Lord, to understand the things that we will study today. And once more, as we jump, Lord, uh, on this message about uh, the topic about Joseph, we pray that we will uh, go home, Lord, really uh, being filled by your Holy Spirit and at the same time, Lord, applying everything in our lives. Lord, let not just be hearers, Lord. All of us, we may not be hearers only of your word, but doers as well. Thank you so much. The glory belongs to you. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Give God a praise once more. You may all take your seats, please. Now, speaking about uh, Zechariah, um, Mary, and uh, even the shepherds, uh, and also Joseph, all of them encountered an angel. Now, notice that uh, the Lord had to use uh, these messengers in order to speak to them. Now, I'm not saying that uh, this cannot be possible today. Hindi naman po pwedeng sabihin natin na hindi, sa kanila lang yon, sa atin iba na. Pwede pa rin naman ngayon. Kaso nga lang, syempre, huwag naman tayong maghihintay ng anghel. Okay? Let's not wait for an angel para mangusap sa atin. Kasi baka mamaya ibang espiritu yung lumabas. Or ibang anghel yung lumabas. No? And uh, in the scripture, it says here in uh, the book of uh, Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 16, 17, that the Lord really can speak to us as well. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, 
for correction and for training in righteousness that the man of God and the woman of God as well may be complete equipped for every good work. So the Bible is enough for us in order for us to be complete and in order for us to be corrected and trained and at the same time to be reproved. So, I mean, the scripture is really enough. But however, the Lord is also using other means, situation or probably uh, some things that God can do in order for us to be molded in His image. So we are not trying to put God in a box. Hindi natin kinakahon ng Panginoon. But the Lord really can do a lot of things in order for us to be changed into, into His image. Now, we're um, uh, talking about fear not but obey. Speaking about Joseph, uh, Joseph had a lot of fears, especially when he learned that Mary is already pregnant by the time. We'll be talking about this in a few moments. But let me first explain to you, or probably uh, go back to the word fear. What does the word uh, obey, rather? No? Obey ra- mean? Ano kaya ibig sabihin ng obey? In a dictionary, in an ordinary dictionary, uh, the word obey here came from a Latin word, which means obo, oboi dire, from the word ob, which is in the direction of, and odire, which is where we get the word auditory. No? Auditory means yung listening or to hear. And if you want to combine that, it means hear in the direction of. So you will be uh, hearing or listening to a voice and you have to obey that particular voice. Ko ano man yung sinasabi sa inyo. So that is where it comes from. Now in the Greek, since the New Testament was written in the Greek language, we have to understand also that in the Greek language, the word obey means hupako or hupako. And this is where we get the word ako, no? ako which means yung uh, acoustic. So kaya may tayong tinatawag na acoustic, no? acoustic guitar. Kasi may connection po yan sa listening. And this means to heed or conform to a command or authority. So whenever you uh, listen or you hear a word or a command, you have to heed, you have to obey. So parang sa officer, if you are, if you are a soldier and you listen from your officer, high-ranking officer, then you have to really heed and obey. Manager, for example, pag may sinabi sa'yo, then you also have to heed and obey. So the same thing, I said, how much more if the Lord, kung si Lord talaga nagsasabi sa'yo na itong dapat mong gawin, anak, ito yung dapat mong gawin, then you have to really follow the Lord. And again, we have to heed and obey. Now, there are elements in obeying God. What are these? Ang elements po na ito, importante, in order for us to understand no, how we could obey the Lord. And we can glean this from the life of Joseph, and especially in that particular passage that we have learned from Matthew chapter 1, 18 to 25. The first one that I'd like to share here is the word obey. Obey God despite disruptions. Obey God despite disruptions. What do, the, what, uh, do, we, do I mean when I say disruptions? Ibig sabihin at lang disruptions is that yung pong disturbance that interrupt an event or an activity. Now, all of us, I believe we have our own program. We have our own activity. We have our own events in our life. Personal, personal uh, plans for our life. And, some, and, and the Lord has a way of really stepping in into our plans and disrupting it. Divine disruption. So, again, merong, merong ways, Lord, para minsan guluhin yung ating mga plano na nakatutok sa ating sarili. Because every plan that we have, especially the plan that is for us, are all selfish plans. And we have to admit that we are all human. And humans are basically selfish. Kapag nagplano po tayo, palaging pakabig sa atin palagi yan. Plano mo pumunta ng abroad, bakit kaya? Ah, sasabihin mo, para siyempre malaki kita. Siyep, para sa'yo na naman. So, pagka nag, nagpagawa ka ng isang bahay, uh, ang, ang, bakit ka nagpagawa ng bahay? Para at least convenient. Again, if you notice, everything that we are doing really pagkabig talaga sa atin, papunta sa atin. Kasi nga, hindi natin naiisip na paano natin papasok si Lord sa, mga, sa equation natin. How can we really 
place God in our own equation because it's always in our own equation, selfish equation. So sometimes God is a way of, you know, disrupting. And I would say, I call that divine disruption. No, divine disruption. It's more of the Lord. Now, with regards to that passage in Matthew chapter 1, verses 18, it says here, Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit even before they came together meaning even before they, they had sexual intimacy okay, jo, uh, they found out that you know, they, this, uh, Mary had already a child and this child of course came from the Lord from the Holy Spirit now the word betrothed here ang betrothed is something uh, uh, really um, a relationship that you can call your uh, that, that, that person as your wife and that person as your husband, even he, ha, kahit na wala pang ano, kahit na wala pang marriage na nangyayari. Now, it means betrothed is calling that person a wife already. And ganun, kat, ganun katindi, no, yung betrothed. Now, let me explain. Kasi dito ito, uh, they were already betrothed, meaning Joseph can call Mary as his wife already, even before na mabuntis pa si Mary ng sarili niyang anak. Now, we have to understand that nothing occurred between Joseph and Mary prior, of course, to Jesus' birth. Nung pinanganak si Jesus, dun lang sila nagkaroon ng sexual intimacy ni Joseph at saka ni Mary. Kaya si Jesus may mga kapatid siya. Yun yung, yun yung mga foster brother and sisters niya. No? Kaya, and we have to uh, understand that uh, nothing uh, came in between them, ni Joseph at saka ni Mary, uh, during the conception. And in this case, let me just uh, uh, tell you that the word betrothed must be understood from the culture of the, of the people uh, in the New Testament. Kasi we have to go back to the ancient Near East. Now, this is the map of the ancient Near East. Ang mapa po ng Bible is different from our map. Our map is a modern-day map. Mapa po natin ay ibang-iba sa mapa po ng Biblia. Meaning, ang center po ng mapa ng Biblia ay hindi po center ng mapa natin ngayon. The center of our map today, geography-wise, is that the center is that it's more of the west. Kaya tayo noon, uh, bago, bago tayo naging southeast, far east muna tayo. Nasa, ang center po ng map noon, nasa Europe, modern day. Noong nalipat na po yun sa west, then doon tayo naging uh, southeast. Okay? Uh, nalipat lang. Ilipat mo lang yan sa ibang center, maiiba na lugar natin. Okay? Hindi mo kailangan buhati ng Pilipinas at ilipat sa ibang lokasyon. Ibahin mo lang yung center, malilipat na tayo sa iba. Now, the same, yung, uh, hindi po totoo na, ano, na anyway, ayokan ng puntahan yung, ano, yung puntong yun. Ha? Sabi na uh, meron daw isang anghel sa malayong silanganan na uh, umangat at kaya ang, ang Pilipinas sao ay uh, nasa malayong silangan at kung kaya siya raw ang sugo. So, kaya nga punto ko, huwag natin puntahan yung dahil ibang, <laughs> ibang, mapa ng, ibang mapa ng modern day up ngayon. We have to understand that, that the center of geography of the Bible is not the West but the Jerusalem. Jerusalem po ang center ng Biblia. So therefore, in this case, the culture of the, of the, of the ancient Near East is pretty much different. Now, going back to the, to, uh, the topic about betrothed, anong connection ito? Now, the, the word betrothed here, okay, let me just start off with uh, engage first. Yung word engage po, as a young uh, children, pwede po sa kultura nila, it's possible in their own cult- culture that the parents uh, will have a fixed marriage. Habang maliit pa, pwede nang malaman kung sino yung mapapangasawa ng anak nila. Prior to age 13, okay? usapan na ng magulang yan. Hindi pa alam ng mga bata na meron na silang ginagawang fixed marriage. So, they will not uh, allow the children, of course, to enter into marriage, pero 
alam na nila, nag-usap na silang dalawa na yung anak ko at anak mo silang dalawa ang mag-aasawa. Now, there is what we call, they call a dowry. Yung dowry po na yun is that they normally pay off the uh, parents of the of the future husband, yung lalaki, ang magbabayad yung parents ng babae. Okay? So around 50 shekels of silver ang binabayaran ron uh, sa dowry na yon. And uh, how much is that today? And I tried to compute that knowing what uh, the wage is during the time, probably mga 1.2 um, million dollars ang, uh, ang uh, pinaka-equivalent nun. Now that is very, very uh, high. No? Masyado siyang mahal. So yun yung dowry. And Again, that's very, very uh, important for them. And so, after engage, once they reach that age wherein they are already uh, able to be, to be uh, betrothed, yung betrothed po na yun, is that kapag halimbawang nasa teenager na po sila, and now, dun papasok ngayon yung, they will, they will stay there in one year. Yung one year po na yun, is that they will not have any sexual intimacy. So, sa atin, yun yung tinatawag natin engage. No? Sa atin. Yung, yung betrothed nila, engage sa atin sa panahon natin. But for them, they will not consume that. There are some who will not consume that into sexual intimacy. But however, there are couples who consume, consume that into sexual intimacy already. Pero wala silang nalalabag na kautusan nun. Because it's possible. But however, for Joseph, he chose not to consume that. Okay? One year. Mag, nag, mag, naghihintay siya ng one year. And, and that's, the, that's the case. They will wait for a year, or some people will wait for two years uh, in that betrothal period. So matagal. Pero they can now call each other as husband and wife. Wala pang kasal na nangyayari, na formal wedding. And then after that, the marriage will take place. Yung marriage na yun is that pwede siyang uh, one week, two weeks, three weeks na celebrate. depende sa kung gano'ng kayaman yung both uh, family. Okay, so they will now, uh, of course, uh, celebrate that. Now, in our case, papano kaya sa Pilipinas? Sa Pilipinas, I tried to understand, no, sa ating sa bansa natin, sa kaya nagsisimula. Okay, it happens first, of course, kapag halimbawang acquaintance. Okay, after acquaintance is friends. After friends is close friends. <laughs> papalapit na napapalapit roon. After close friends is boyfriend-girlfriend. Okay. Uh, sana nga sa Facebook, no? hindi lang sa Facebook nangyayari. Boyfriend, girlfriend. After boyfriend, girlfriend is doon lang na-engage at doon lang magpo-propose kapag tumagal na. At pagkatapos noon, doon lang magkakaroon ng marriage. I have nothing against, you know, the boyfriend, girlfriend thing. But however, we have to always be careful in this relationship. Dito kasi marami nagkakalaglagan. You know what I mean? Nagkakaroon ng early pregnancies na pinapractice na nila rito, yung mga hindi, natin, hindi na dapat na pinapractice bilang isang single person. Pinapractice na rito yung pang mag-asawa na. Sa boyfriend, girlfriend pa lang. That is why if you, if you want to stay there, you have to be sure that you, are, you can really stand strong against any temptation. If you plan to stay there for 5 years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, sa boyfriend, girlfriend na yan, bago ka pumunta sa engaged proposal, make sure that you are holy and pure in the Lord. Don't even engage in any sex first or anything that would really uh, desecrate the marriage. Because itong, itong, itong level na to, this is very tempting. That is why, again, if you are a single person and if you plan to stay there for long, you have to be accountable with somebody because you can't do it. That's why some people opted from close friends to engage. Ang iba, 
Again, we are not dogmatic, we are not legalistic, but however, you always have to understand that we are weak in that very area. And in this case, I would say that that's why in the, in the Jewish culture, they uh, stay okay, as betrothed kasi nga alam nila na ano eh, kailangan. Husband and wife na, imagine that, husband and wife na ang tawag nila, betrothed pa lang yun. And there's no sexual intimacy yet, but in yet, husband and wife already. So that's why, again, speaking of that, our, especially our culture, if you are a parent, probably I would say that you have to explain, you know, things to your children very, very carefully about what relationship is all about, what marriage is all about. I, I, uh, that's why, I don't know if I've already shared this with, with you, no? Pero yung, an- yung anak ko, one time, tinanong ako, sabi niya, ah, Papa, uh, where, where do pimples come from? Where do pimples come from? Sabi ko, eh, nagda-drive ako na. Sabi ko, ah, well, pimples come from, uh, you know, from the air, it lands, you know, the bacteria now lands on your face, and once it lands on your face, it will... Uh, it will uh, infect the face and it will, you know, redden and it will not become a pimple. Ah, really? You know what my classmate says? It, came, it comes from crushes. <laughs> so sabi ko, wa, pagkakataon ko na to mag-explain sa kanya about relationships. Sabi ko, you know what? This coming Saturday, I want us to have a date. We'll go to Starbucks and let's, you know, talk about this. So pinag-usapan namin, you bring your notebook and I'll explain to you something. I'll, you bring your ballpen and I'll explain to you these things. Nag-usap kami ng Saturday niyon, pinag-usapan namin love, sex, marriage, relationship. At a young age of how old? Uh, 13 years old. Nagtatanong na siya about that. Mas gusto ko nang ako nagpapaliwanag kaysa manggaling sa mga media at sa mga kaibigan. Kasi alam ko, alam, matino yung ipapaliwanag ko sa kanya. Kaysa makuha niya sa iba. Siguro din lang natin na mag- bilang isang parent, as a parent, you are the one who's going to explain these things to them. Because if not, uunahan ka ng kaibigan, uunahan ka ng media, uunahan ka ng mapapanood nila. And I don't, I don't want, uh, of course, we don't want that to happen. Because what they're going to get, of course, is polluted explanation. You have to always get it from the word. And that's why, when my son sees that, sabi niya, yeah, Papa, I remember that. You explained that to me. And that's why we can only trust the Lord that the Lord will be the one, of course, to preserve our children from any harm and from any danger and from any emotional heartache. Kasi dito po nanggagaling ang emotional heartache at emotional pain kapag may nangyari na. At magsasabi ka, Pastor, gusto ko ng counseling. Para mabawasan naman ang counseling natin. Okay? Kaya kumbaga, <laughs> observe na lang tayo. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man, and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. Now, he's a just man, meaning he is an innocent man in the eyes of the Lord because he has faith in Yahweh. That simply means he is made righteous before the Lord. Joseph is a just man. He is a righteous man in the eyes of the Lord. He obeys the law. That's why he knows and understands what will happen to uh, Mary. That's why he knows and understands that Mary will be put to shame. Mary had to be divorced quietly. Why? Because if people learned about that, then Mary will be stoned to death. Joseph is pondering. So there are reasons for the people to actually stone a person to death. And one of those is none other than um, we have here blaspheming Yahweh. So once a person blasphemes Yahweh or blasphemes the name or uses the name of the Lord in vain, then that person will be stoned to death. That's found in Leviticus 24:16. Another is dishonoring parents. Found in Deuteronomy 21, 18 to 21. If they dishonor the parents, then they will also be subject to stoning to death. Third is that there is also murdering another person. Leviticus 24, 17. Once a person murders another person, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. So therefore, that person must be uh, killed by stoning to death. 
Another can be also seen in worshiping an idol or idolatry. Deuteronomy 17, 2-5 says that a person can also, should also be stoned to death if he worships an idol. Fifth is that approaching Mount Sinai, especially if the presence of the Lord is there, found in Exodus 19, 12-13. Six is necromancy and medium, Leviticus 20, verse 27. That means talking to the dead or communicating to the dead. Kaya ngayong nag-approach tayo na tipong gusto ko makakausap yung lola ko patay o yung lolo ko na wala na rito o yung nanay ko na wala rito at kakausapin mo siya or even talking to saints. That is necromancy. Kapag kinausap natin ang santo at santa, that is necromancy. And that is talking to a dead person. So that is abhorrent in the eyes of the Lord. And at the same time, mediumship as well. And lastly is sexual immorality in all forms. You know, adultery, fornication, and even same sex. That is, of course, a stoning to death as well. So notice that these are the things, okay? Uh, especially Joseph, he's trying to think about this. Ano kaya dapat niyang gawin? Now, Joseph, okay, let me just read this. Joseph did not follow his own feeling nor his human understanding. Not even the practical things that needed to be done at that moment. But he chose to obey the word of God despite the Lord disrupting his plans, his idea, his intent, his objective, and his program. In other words, God disrupted his self-centered calendar so he could abide in God's very own calendar. Meron kailang gawin ng Panginoon. May plano si Joseph. Joseph already had plans, especially after he marries Mary. But however, God had to step in and disrupt the plans of Joseph. And God is a way of doing that. God has His own calendar. Meron pong sariling kalendaryo ang Panginoon. Now, speaking about that, I remember when I was uh, still uh, courting my, my wife. And nung nililigawan ko po ang misis ko, I have really plans of going abroad. Kasi gusto ko pumunta muna abroad para uh, if, all, if we are already engaged, then I'm going uh, to abroad and then uh, mag-iipon ako ron and then babalik ako pagkatapos. Sabi ng misis ko, uh, may bala ka bang pumunta sa abroad? Sige, pumunta ka muna sa abroad at pagbalik mo, tingnan natin ko available pa ako. Ay, sabi ko, ay, ganun ba? Sabi ko, hindi pa pwedeng sigura, maniniguro lang ako. Bago. Ay, sabi, hindi. Okay, kung gusto mong pumunta abroad, pag, pagbalik mo ko, kung available pa ako, then sige, you can continue. Sabi ko, ay, di ba lang yung abroad madaling makita yan o yung pera madaling kita, and ikaw hindi ko na makikita. Kaya nagstay ako rito. Nasa ba yung misis ko rito? <laughs> <laughs> sabi ko hindi ako nagsisiron. Kumbaga, I did not regret. Sabi ko, hindi, hindi ko siya pinagpalit sa pera. So sabi ko, a lot of things changed. God disrupted my plans. I have plans already. Gusto ko talaga magstay ron. But God has also other plans. I really plan to stay there. But however, I landed in even becoming a minister as well. The same thing also for you. I believe God is a way of disrupting your plans. It's not, it's not bad to have your own plans. But as long as when you lay it down to the Lord, sabi mo, Lord, I have plans. These are my plans. But however, if this is not your plan, then Lord, disrupt it. Kayong magbago, Panginoon. Huwag yung tipong, Lord, may plano po ako. Ito yung plano ko. I-bless niyo po. <laughs> Ang hinihingi mo, blessing na lang sa Lord. No, don't do that. But however, be open for the Lord to really disrupt your plans. Because God is God after all. Meron pong sariling agenda ang Panginoon sa ating buhay. Remember in Isaiah chapter 55, 8-9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Mas alam niya. Ang alam lang natin yung ganito ka, ka konte si Lord alam niya hanggang dulo. And looking back from now, you will say, Lord, salamat. 
at hindi ako nagkamali na decision. Ten years from now, five years from now, you will go back to this point in time and say, Lord, salamat at tama yung naging decision ko. Buti lang hindi ko siya sinagot, hindi siya krisyano yung krisyano yung sinagot ko. Alay ko, pastor, tama na, tama na. Okay. Meron naliligaw sa akin. Okay. You have to always be wise in dealing with this. Don't just follow your emotion. Huwag niyo pong susundin yung emotion mo lang. Remember, you can make a decision today. And even you know your plans. You may have your plans right now. Ang ganda-ganda ng plano mo. Pupunta ka sa abroad. That's why ano eh, ay iba pupunta na abroad. There's nothing wrong in going to abroad. Pag nagplano ka, you always have to inject the Lord in your plans and say, Lord, what are your plans? We have plans of going there. If it is your will for us to go there, then Lord, I pray that I will be involved so much in your work in that country. Not just to earn money, but really, Lord, to advance your kingdom in that country. After all, it's not about money, but it's about you. Alam mo sa Panginoon, bonus lang po yung pera. Huwag niyo pong, huwag ko yung mag-focus ng gusto sa pera. And that is idolatry already. You have to always understand that the Lord can bless us and can provide for our needs. In terms of business, Wag niyo pong, do not make business as the means to an end. Dapat po, yung business yung lang ang magiging reason para sabihin, Lord, this is my way of really advancing your kingdom. Use this for your glory and honor. That is why, again, God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. In another version, it says, the, Lord's, the Lord says, my thoughts and my ways are not like yours. Just as the heavens are higher than the earth, my thoughts and my ways are higher than yours. Jeremiah 29 11 to 13, and this is a very, very known passage. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. In verse 13, it says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Again, God's, God knows how to prosper us. God knows how to make us successful. All we need to do is just to obey and allow Him to disrupt whatever plans that we have. And just trust Him that He knows what He is doing. Aside from obeying, obeying God despite disruptions, obey God also despite questions. Marami tayong mga tanong, marami mga questions sa ating buhay na probably hindi pa nasasagot. It is not yet being answered by the Lord Himself and hindi pa natin nakikita. In fact, Joseph also had probably a lot of questions as well. In this passage in Matthew 1.20, it says here, but as he considered these things, the word considered here means to ponder. Yun po yung ginawa niya. He pondered, meaning he pondered to think about it carefully. Pinag-isipan niya, ano kaya ang dapat kong gawin? Buntisime, ribiriin mo. Pumunta siya kay Elizabeth. Tapos nagstay siya si Elizabeth. Pagpunta niya kay Elizabeth, six months ng buntis si Elizabeth. Pagdating ni Mary doon, binalita niya kay Elizabeth. Nalaman ni Elizabeth na of course, she is pregnant si, si Mary. Nagstay si Mary for three months in that place with Elizabeth. Pagbalik niya kay Joseph, sasabihin niya, Buntis ako. Sinong ama? Kay Lord galing. I mean, sinong maniniwala sa kanya? Pag, you know, para bang pagka umalis ka papuntang abroad, tapos biglang pumunta sa'yo, ikakasal na kayo. Tapos sinabing, Buntis ako. Sinong ama niyan? Si Lord. Kumang para bang, sinong, sinong binola mo? <laughs> Sigurado meron kang ginawa. And in this case, Joseph, of course, had to ask probably a lot of things in his mind. Considering, pondering these things. Ano kayong dapat kong gawin? Pag napahiya si Mary, sigurado yung babatuhin yan. Mamamatayan. Eh, mahal na mahal niya si Mary. 
she really loves Mary that much. That's why he doesn't want to put Mary to shame. And so what he did was to protect Mary. And he also understands, of course, that finally, sabi, sabi rito, nagkaroon siya ng dream. The dream says, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. So nilinaw ito ng husto sa kanya para maintindihan niya na there's no need for you to divorce Mary. There's no need for you to, se- uh, to move separately or to live separately, but continue on because whatever that is in her is from the Lord. And she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. At the end of the day, yung pong, uh, tanong no, sa mind ni Joseph is that nasagot rin siya. Yung mga bagay na he pondered, he thought of it so much carefully. Yung mga tanong, nasagot siya, ah, okay, hindi pala ito tungkol sa akin, tungkol pala ito sa Panginoon. And so he had to, of course, follow and obey the Lord. Is there something wrong with asking? No, there's none. Moses asked some questions. Nagtanong rin si Moses. Tinanong ni Moses si Lord. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? That's, in from, that's from Exodus 3.11. Sino ako para pumunta dun sa mga Israelita? Sino ako para humarap kay Pharaoh? Sino ba ako? Wala akong pangalan. Pero sinunod niya si Yahweh. Sinunod niya ang Diyos. Even Gideon asked questions. Sabi dito sa verse na to, in uh, Judges 6.13, And Gideon said to him, Please, sir, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up, bring us up, up from Egypt? And in the next passage it says, But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hand of Midian. Now, notice that Gideon also asked, Kasi napakalit lang nilang tribe. Mababang tribe sila, and parabang minority level sila, Pero he managed to ask. Even Jesus asked questions also. When he was crucified, sabi rito, and about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? In Matthew 27, 46. Is there something wrong with questioning? No, as long as you understand that it's still the Lord that must be followed and obeyed at the end of the day. Yung mga tanong na, bakit Lord nangyari ito? Lord, bakit nangyari ito sa amin? Pero Lord, kahit na ito nangyari sa amin, Lord, I will still choose to follow you. Lord, kahit na mabankrap yung business ko, it's okay, Lord. Alam ko na kayo ang in-charge ng business ko. You have a way of bringing up again my business. Lord, bakit nyo kinuha ang anak ko at an early age? Bakit hindi yung hinayaang ma-enjoy ko yung aking relationship sa anak ko? The Lord has a way of also responding to that and answering that. You may not know the answer today. But one day, you will realize that the Lord knows the reason why. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 says, And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all His commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Speaking to the Israelites, this could also even be evident to us. Pwede rin ito mangyari sa atin. Nakapagalimbawang sinunod po natin ng Panginoon, meron pong way si Lord para iangat po tayo. At para ang pangalan niya ang maitaas. The scripture says in John 14:15, If you love me, sabi ni Jesus, you will obey my commandments. If you love him, you will obey him. Hindi ka dapat na nagtatanong na, Lord, bakit nangyari ito? Ayoko na. Hindi na ako atin ng church. Lord, sabi niyo, ibibless niyo ko kapag nagbigay ako ng tithes ng offering. Eh, 
Hindi pa naman hanggang ngayon, hindi pa rin. Anong tingin mo kay Lord Banco? Parang lumalas, parang bang pag naghulog ka, dapat meron na kaagad na withdrawal. Hindi. You have to understand that the Lord knows what He is doing. I always go back to that. Just obey the Lord. Obey the Lord despite questions. You may have a lot of questions and probably that question is not yet answered until now. Lord, bakit ito na pangasawa ko? Huwag munang hiwalayan. Asawa mo na siya. Kahit na sabihin mo mga kaiba yung personality niyo, asawa mo pa rin yan. May dahilan kung bakit. Kasi kung ano yung pagkukulang mo, siya magpupuno. Okay? Ibig sabihin, yan ang maaaring magtumulong sa'yo. That person will help you in how to improve your character. And at the same time, God will also use that person in order for you to be honed as well. Kaya nga, huwag mo na tanungin si Lord. At wala nang ibang pinili si Lord, kundi yung taong yan na nasa tabi mo. That is why you have to thank the Lord for your spouse. And say, salamat ha, kahit na marami ako mga tanong kay Lord, bakit ikaw? Pero... Ikaw pa rin talaga ang mahal ko. <laughs> Kahit marami kang tanong kay Lord, bakit yung sina- sa dinami-dami ng mga lumigaw sa akin, ikaw yung sinagot ko? Biri mo, biri mo. Sa, di- sa dinami-dami ng mga lumigaw sa kanya, tapos biglang, yung mga taong yon halos kung ano yung mga ibigay do sa misis mo before, tapos ikaw mismo na napangasawa ka na niya, hindi mo siya papansinin. Unfair. Kung pagkabiliin mo yun, ngayon hindi mo siya pinapansin, samantalang ang dami-dami pong kapansin sa kanya before. Tapos nung nakuha mo na siya, hindi mo na siya pinapansin, unfair naman. Bigyan mo naman siya ng time. You have to, you have to give you know, your wife the time. Kasi kaya nga ikaw yung sinagot eh. Kaya nga wala nang atrasan to, kayo na. Sabi mo sa, kaya sabi mo sa Panginoon, salamat. Kasi siya yung napangasawa ko. Okay? You have to thank the Lord for that. Kahit na hindi masagot yung tanong, sa langit mo na malalaman. Okay? <laughs> Obey God despite delays. There are delays. Meron po mga delay na nangyari sa atin. And all this took place. Matthew 1, 22-25, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord has spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. The next verses in 24 and 25, okay? When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife but knew her not. The word knew her not speaks of sexual intimacy. Yun po yung sexual intimacy na tinatawag dito. Knew her not. Until she had given birth to a son. Meaning, but had no sexual intimacy with her until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. So nagkaroon ng delay. Delay because we must first be in this world. Kailangan, kailangan muna makonceive si Jesus sa womb di Mary. And then, sa kanya, consume yung kanilang marriage. And Joseph had to wait for that. Kailang maghintay si Joseph. Probably in his context, it, it's a delay. But for the Lord, it's not. It's just, you know, the right timing. Maaring in our case, there are also delays. Remember, Joseph had to wait okay, until she had given birth to a son. And that's, uh, that's why we could say that yung purpose pala nun, the purpose is that for Jesus Christ to be uh, here in this world to save us. In 2 Peter 3.4, maraming mga taong nagtatanong, nasa na si Jesus? Where is this Jesus? Hanggang ngayon, hindi pa rin siya dumarating hanggang ngayon. Hanggang ngayon, di ba? Naghihintay pa rin tayo. Do you believe that Jesus Christ will someday return? Naniniwala ba kayo? Someday, Jesus Christ will return. He will return someday and He will surely be faithful to His promise. In this case, sabi na, they will say, where is the promise of His coming? Forever since the Father's Fall asleep, or fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. And notice that 
In this case, they are continually waiting para bang walang nangyayari. Pero sabi rito sa next verse, in verse 9, but do not overlook this one fact in Second Peter 3, 8 and 9, but do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord, one day is as a thousand years. And a thousand years as one day. Meaning, yung isang araw parang isang libong uh, taon. At yung isang libong taon ay parang isang araw. Parang, ha? Hindi ito isang, hindi ito, hindi equivalent to. Hindi sinabi siyan, one day is a thousand years. It says, one day is as a thousand years or is like a thousand years. It seems like a thousand years, but that is a delay for you. But for the Lord, it's not. That's why in the next verse, it says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. There is a purpose why the Lord is not coming yet. Why? Because the delays, the wait for us, it's really more of for people to come to know the saving grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Marami pa po tayo ng mga kaibigan, na hindi pa nakakilala sa Panginoon at, ka, at kamag-anak at kapamilya. Marami pa. There's a lot. And that's why the Lord is, you know, uh, delaying, quote-unquote, delaying that in order for them to know Him as Lord and Savior. In Habakkuk chapter 2, 2 to 4, it says, Then the Lord answered me, Write the vision. Make it clear on tablets so that anyone can read it quickly. In verse 3, it says, The vision will still happen at the appointed time. And this is something that they are waiting for the vision to come to pass. It hurries towards its goal. It won't be a lie. If it's delayed, wait for it. It will certainly happen. It won't be late. Are you waiting for something? Meron ba kayong hinihintay? It's okay to ask. Question. It's okay for, for you to just ask because something like, you know, uh, obedience, obedience uh, despite, you know, uh, delays, pwede kayong, pwede kayong maghintay, but at the same time, you are obeying the Lord. You're still obeying Him. And probably some of us here are waiting for something. Naghihintay tayo. Kaya i-remind lang natin katabi natin. Sabi mo, please wait. Okay? Sabi mo sa kanya, maghintay ka. Maghintay ka. Okay? Maghintay ka. Please wait. Okay? Huwag kang mag-alala. It will come to pass. The next verse says, Look at the proud person. He is not right in himself, but the righteous person will live because of his faithfulness. If you are filled with faith, then you can learn to wait. Kapag punong-puno ka ng faith. If you are filled with so much faith, then it's okay for you to wait. And at the same time, it's really something no, na hindi ka may inip kasi punong-puno ka ng paranampalataya. John Ortberg has this to say, Biblically, waiting is not just something we have to do until we get what we want. Waiting is part of the process of becoming what God wants us to be. While waiting, we are molded in the image and character of Christ. The Lord is honing us. The Lord is molding us while waiting. Kaya nga sinasabi ron, merong isang kanta sabi niya, um, while waiting, okay? While I'm waiting, I will serve you while I'm waiting. I will do this while I'm waiting. You just have to continue on obeying the Lord while waiting. Habang naghihintay ka. Nakakainip, pero don't you worry, the Lord is already doing something along the way. And at the same time, He already went ahead of you. Okay? Don't you worry about that. While waiting, the Lord is doing something. In Psalm 27, 14, it says, Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Alam niyo mangyari, kapag halimbawang hindi ka matuto maghintay, ang mukha niyo parang ganito. Yan, nakaganyan. So that, and that's Mary and Martha, by the way, no? That's a picture probably of Mary and Martha waiting for the Lord. 
para bang ang tagal-tagal ni Lord na dumating ano ano eh, may nangyari na kay Lazarus until Lazarus of course died at hindi nakarating maaga si Lord sa kanila it's like a delay because the Lord did not really arrive on time but for the Lord it's really just on time because the Lord said in another passage in John 11:4 but when Jesus heard it he said this illness does not lead to death it is for the glory of God so that the son of God may be glorified through it in that delay the name of the Lord will still be glorified and will be honored. It is not your name. It is not your name that, that is at stake. But it's, of course, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. John 11.40 says, Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? Maghintay ka lang. You will see the glory of God. That's why, again, just continue to obey. And even though if it's delayed, tingin mo lang delayed yon. Tingin mo lang parang ang tagal-tagal, pero merong ginagawa si Lord. All you need to do is just to step out in faith. Step out in faith. If you are, let's say, uh, living with your parents right now, at wala pa kayong bahay, at nakatira ka pa rin sa parents mo, at nasanay ka na dahil wala kang binabayaran na renta, walang binabayaran na meralko, walang binabayaran na tubig, kasi lahat na kay mama at kay papa. Then you have to step out in faith and believe the Lord. That the Lord will be the one, of course, to provide for all your needs. And the Lord will also bless you with a home. Remember, you have to obey the Lord. Sabi ng Bible, living and cleaving po yan. Once you leave and cleave, then you will see how the Lord will move. You will not see it, and you will not know how the Lord will move if you will not obey. You have to obey first in order for you to see how the Lord will really move. Now you have, I mean, the Lord has to speak to you. That's why going back to the elements in obeying God, the first is that obey God despite disruption. God has a way of disrupting our plans. Plano ko talaga, you know, maging doktor. Ibang, na, ibang naging profession ko ngayon. Okay? That is why sabi ko, Lord, wala pa rin, I, I, have, I have no regrets. If I want to go back to what uh, I, I did in the past, I will still have to go back in the past because yung, dun ako nakakilala sa inyo at dun ko naintindihan ko anong plano yung sa buhay ko. And the same thing as well for you. Probably the Lord disrupted your life right now. When you came to know the Lord, the disrupt po yun. Imagine yo, I mean, think about this. Nasaan kaya kayo ngayon kung hindi nakilala si Lord sa buhay niyo? Nasaan kaya kayo ngayon kung halimbawang hindi nyo ibinigay ang inyong buhay sa Panginoon? Nakilala nyo kaya yung misis niyo? Nakilala nyo kaya yung mister niyo? Nasaan kaya kayo? Saan nyo kaya? At, at nasaan na kaya kayo ngayon no? sa inyong relasyon? I mean, probably you are filled with hurt and emotional hurt, pain if you have not known the Lord. And probably right now you will still be working and working and working and not knowing that there's a purpose for you why you are working. Disruptions. Obey God despite questions. You have a lot of questions probably. Sinuriti, may mga tanong pa rin kayo hanggang ngayon sa Panginoon. Meron pa rin kayo, no? Tanong, bakit Lord? Bakit hanggang ngayon single pa rin ako? Bakit hanggang ngayon hindi pa rin ako makagraduate? Bakit hanggang ngayon hindi pa rin ako nakakuha ng trabaho? Bakit hanggang ngayon, hindi pa rin umuunlad yung negosyo ko? How come, Lord? Bakit hanggang ngayon, nandito pa rin ako sa position, position kong ito? Bakit yung mga kasama ko, puro lahat nag-angatan na ako, nandito pa rin? Nandito pa rin ako sa first floor, sila nasa third floor na. Bakit, Lord? A lot of questions. But you know what? Just obey the Lord. Learn to obey the Lord. The Lord knows what He is doing. Trust the Lord in this area. And obey God despite delays. Delay probably in your eyes. But for the Lord, it's not a delay. He's just honing us. Alam mo, pagdating ng araw, you will go back to this time 
five years from now, ten years from now, at sasabihin mo, Panginoon, salamat po. Sinunod ko kayo. Kasi kung hindi ko kayo sinunod, malamang hindi ako mapupunta sa lugar na ito. God has a way of doing that. Can we all stand up right now? And let's just pray for a moment. Bow down your heads right now. Holy Spirit, speak, Lord, to your people. Holy Spirit, make your message clear. Speak, Lord, to their spirit. Touch their spirit, Lord. Touch their hearts. Give them the mind of Christ. Some of you are saying, asking, Pastor, can you pray for me? Many times, there are questions at the back of my mind. Why are these things happening to me, to my family, to our marriage, to our children, to my work, to my health? I don't know the answer. Can you pray for me that my faith will always increase and that I will always obey Him in my life? If some of you also are asking for praise, saying, Pastor, can you just stand with me in faith and pray for me that the delays that are happening in my life, I will learn to wait for Him, wait for the Lord to do His work in my life. That whenever I sense that it is like a delay, I will always look unto Him and believe that He knows what He is doing. That for me, it's a delay. But for Him, it's really the molding of my character and honing my image so that my image can be like the image of Christ. If that is you and you need prayers in this area, I'd like you to just raise up your hand right now. Be honest if you need this prayer. Lord God, thank you. Because I know, Lord, that you are stepping in right now in the situation of your people. Move, Lord God, in their lives. Let Jesus Christ be seen in their lives, Lord. There are a lot of things, Lord, that are not yet answered. Questions about marriage, questions about relationship, questions about money, questions, Lord, about the things that happened to them. Lord, I pray that you will be the one to answer it in the right, in the right time. And God, may you also, Lord, remind them to wait patiently for your move. That they will not go ahead of you, but that, Lord, they will always, Lord God, stay put, be still, and know that you are God. Lord, I ask that you will always give them, Lord, this patience to wait, Lord, for your miracle, to wait for your breakthrough, to wait, to wait for your victory, to wait, Lord, because we know that the battle is not ours, it's yours, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord, for strengthening the hearts and the spirit, Lord, of your people. And we know, Lord, that right now you are already strengthening, Lord God, some of them, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. The glory, the honor, and the praise is yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord.